Welcome to Still Becoming, a podcast about how it's never too late to become more free, more yourself, or try something new. I'm Monica DiCristina, a wife, mother, and practicing psychotherapist. Through my own struggles with my anxiety years ago that led to my professional work as a therapist now, I am fascinated by the process of how we become who we are. We will explore the topics of becoming, of unbecoming, and overcoming through interviews, unpacking mental health topics, and stories. You are not designed to stay the same. Your story is still being written. We are all still becoming. You're listening to a Still Becoming Mental Health Check-In episode, and these are meant to bring therapeutic knowledge into our everyday lives in just an easy, accessible, and hopefully calming way. I'm actually sitting at my kitchen table today. As I record this, I needed a change of scenery. I'm looking at our many coffee makers and some things and crumbs left over from the kids that were here this morning and will be back very soon. Today we're talking about something that comes up a lot in therapy and is just a very good anchoring, easy place to start. And it is telling yourself the truth. And this is a gentle approach. And so What I want to say to anyone that that might make nervous, first of all, you're the expert on you and you get to decide what you listen to or not. But second of all, this is like the calmness of a sofa or a kitchen table approach to something that comes up all the time and that I have found can be really, really a gentle place for so many of us to start when we feel overwhelmed when we feel confused in a relationship, a season of life, a job, a decision, when we feel just tired and unsure of what we want, telling ourselves the truth is just a simple, simple first step. So that's what we're going to talk about today with no pressure to do anything with that information because that's the secret is that you begin to start telling yourself the truth without any pressure. So let's dive in. Okay, I've already started my disclaimers in the introduction for this episode. You know that I like those just because it's important. It's important to acknowledge the limitations of my position and my own experience that some of this really may not apply for you. So just throw it out if it doesn't. And some of it may, but you may want to apply it in a different way. And ultimately, with any self-help or theological information or anything that you read or listen to, I think all good help should be pointing you back to your own instincts, to your own gut, No one should be an expert over you. And so that's the posture that I want us to sit in together. So what in the world do I mean by telling yourself the truth? And and how does this come up in therapy? Well, the first thing I want to again say is that telling yourself the truth is 
a very small step that I come with many clients to when everything feels really validly overwhelming or really confusing. So we often really don't tell ourselves the truth. Well, for many reasons, maybe we were conditioned not to, maybe we weren't validated in how we actually felt. Maybe we got in trouble if we told the truth. There are so many reasons we don't tell ourselves the truth. But as adults, in addition to all those reasons, sometimes we're afraid of what it will mean. Sometimes we're afraid that we will have to do something with that information. And that is where the idea of gentleness comes in. You don't have to do anything with the information that you tell yourself. Yes, the information might likely start to change you if you tell yourself the truth more and more often, but it might change you in a way that is gentle and loving where you are, much much more loving than rushing yourself to any decision that you're not sure about. So telling yourself the truth is just a place to start with no pressure. And it's not just a place, it's like a whole posture or a whole neighborhood where we can begin to just be honest with ourselves. There's a lot of stress created in addition to the stress that we're already living in our lives when we are living in a way that's not totally honest with ourselves. And this can be big things and very small things. It can be from, you know, your spouse or roommate cooking the same thing that you really, really don't like and you've never actually been honest with yourself or with them about that. All the way to a big thing like, I don't think even though I went to school and maybe even graduate school for this career, I don't think I want to do this. I don't think I like this. So we're starting to just give ourselves permission to tell ourselves the truth. Because again, the stress that we're living in is one thing. But then the internal stress that can be created with being incongruent with ourselves is another thing. So sometimes we're afraid to be honest with ourselves because we're afraid of where it will lead us. But I often tell people and clients that we're going to tell ourselves the truth without any expectation of next steps. And I want to just dive into that a little deeper. What do I mean by that? I mean that if you're honest with yourself that you don't want to have dinner with this person, you don't want to do this project, you don't want to um, go to that restaurant, you don't want to be friends anymore with that person, you're allowed to just hold that information and sit with that. You're allowed to hold that information for as long as you want. You're also allowed to do nothing with that information or everything with that information. So I think a big thing that is really helpful is the permission to be fully honest without any strings attached. We don't have to do anything with that. So what does this look like? All of our lives are going to look really different. So you listening from wherever you are right now, your life is going to look different than mine. So I'm just going to throw out some examples of what this might look like. And these may apply or may not. And I hope that you'll fill in your own sort of ideas that are more applicable to you. 
So being honest with yourself or just simply telling yourself the truth can look like arriving at your office and admitting to yourself for the first time that you don't want to do this, that you don't want to get out of the car and go into that office. Being honest and telling yourself the truth might look like admitting to yourself how deeply, deeply depleted and exhausted you feel. It might mean telling yourself the truth that you don't have the energy anymore for this relationship, for this job, for this role. Now, again, that's not pressure to change it. It's just being honest. And that honesty, I think, is really honoring and it's really clarifying. It's honoring because it automatically says that you're allowed to have your feelings. You're a whole person. And it can be clarifying because so often, instead of telling ourselves the truth, we pile so many layers of resistance and avoidance and numbing on top of that. So much so that we get so disconnected from ourselves that we don't even know what we think or feel about certain things. So back to what else this can look like. It can look like admitting to yourself that, no, I don't actually want to have dinner with this person. Whether you're ready to act on that or not, just starting with the truth. In a faith context, if this applies to you, it can be telling yourself or God the truth that Maybe you're mad or you don't understand why something is happening or you frankly have no idea how to do this. And by this, I mean your faith relationship with God or a certain thing that you have found yourself in or a certain thing that you have felt called to. Honesty and telling ourselves the truth and if it's applicable to you, telling God the truth can really bring a lot of the pressure down internally. So what does telling ourselves the truth help us to do? Well, it starts to help us to know how we really feel about something. Now, this applies in situations where we are having layers of valid confusion. All of us have pressure that looks different for each of our lives coming at us all the time of who to be, how to think, what to do next. And a lot of us are scared about how we actually feel about something. And maybe, again, our feelings haven't been validated or we've never been taught that they really matter. So telling ourselves the truth in tiny moments helps us to know how we feel about something. And what I often tell clients specifically is start very, very small. Like, I don't like this restaurant. I actually really hate this kind of toast. I have kind of been pretending I like coffee my whole life, but I think it's gross, right? Whatever it is for you, start to tell yourself the truth. I'm too tired to go to the social engagement tonight. Again, we're not even thinking about the next steps of putting that into practice yet. So what else does telling ourselves the truth help us to do? It helps us to start to understand why we're overwhelmed, And so another thing that happens very often is that we become so overwhelmed and we don't have the time or energy to connect to what is working in our lives and what is not. And the more we tell ourselves the truth in tiny moments, like 
I really like the way this feels. I really hate when I see this person's name pop up on my phone. It creates anxiety for me. I really don't want to do this work project, but I said yes to it. The more we just start to say the truth internally, the more we can start to understand what is adding to our overwhelm and what could be helpful in our overwhelm. Telling ourselves the truth, one thing I see is that people often don't know what they need. And that's okay. That is not uncommon. So if you find yourself there, that's just really, really common, especially with women. But it's hard. And telling ourselves the truth can help us to start to know what we need. So what does this look like in your everyday life? Well, it might look like you tuning into your body. So many of us are used to going at such a pace that's so fast during the day that we're not even checked in when we're hungry or when we're thirsty. So telling yourself the truth that I'm starving right now and I don't have time to get something to eat and that's really hard or I'm really thirsty or I'm really hot or I'm really cold or I don't want to go to this soccer game or I don't want to attend this meeting or I really, really wish I got to spend time with this person today. Telling ourselves the truth helps us to start to identify what we need because a very important first step of knowing what we need is knowing what we're actually experiencing. We can't meet the need if we can't name it. So that's where telling ourselves the truth comes in. Now, what else can it do? Telling ourselves the truth also helps us to know how we feel about a relationship. Relationships and people, you and I, we're all really, really complicated. And it can be confusing. And we're so used to all or nothing, either or thinking that we might find ourselves unsure sometimes because the truth is something or someone or a relationship is rarely all good or all bad. But just gently starting to tell yourself the truth can help you to distinguish how you feel about that. If you hear that noise, that is my dog leaving our podcast episode and finding a better place for her to lie down. So what else? Telling ourselves the truth also helps us to grow in courage. Here's what I mean by that. It helps us to grow in courage because it takes courage to admit the truth to yourself. And what I find experientially myself, and I also see with clients, is that the more we start to tell ourselves the truth internally or with one safe person, say um, a therapist or a friend that will not put any pressure on you about it, the more we start to feel brave, the more we actually start to feel confidence in our own opinion because we're no longer tossing ourselves back and forth by questioning and doubting and questioning and doubting. So it helps us have courage. Again, this amazing gentle step of just telling yourself the truth can have all these different fruits. It also helps us to learn to set boundaries. Now boundaries, you know I love to talk about them because they are essential for just for us feeling okay. And one of the biggest hindrances for boundaries that I find is that oftentimes we don't actually know what we want or what we need or how we feel. And so 
back to telling yourself the truth, if you start to do that more and more often, it will become more clear where you need boundaries. I need boundaries with this person. I need to ask this person to do more of this or less of this. I need to say yes to this or no to this. All of this is based on data that you would gather from actually knowing how you feel. So telling yourself the truth in all these small moments we're talking about will help you to know what boundaries you want and need. Now finally, telling yourself the truth helps you to believe your inherent worth. Now this is um, just something that I have witnessed. And what a, what a sacred thing to witness. It's something that I have experienced. And why is that? It doesn't feel like a very linear relationship. I think it's because when we tell ourselves the truth, we are experientially in real time saying to ourselves that how we feel, what we need, what's going on inside of us has worth and it matters. And we start to believe our worth when we act it out. And so believing your worth doesn't have to be like the after-school special commercials that we might have seen. It can be a really small moment of standing at your kitchen sink, that's my view right now, and telling yourself the truth, whatever that is for you. And the more we do that, the more we begin to live in to our worth. Of course, there's lots of other pathways to living into your worth. But telling yourself the truth, this is one really cool fruit, in my opinion. So finally, what I think is also really great is I find that telling yourself the truth about more of the hard things, like I don't like this, I don't want this, I'm not ready for this, I can't stand this, helps you be more open to all the truths all the truths, including the loving and true ones about yourself that maybe you've struggled to believe or worried it was too self-serving to believe. When you start to have a closer, more intimate relationship with telling yourself the truth, with the hard things, with the inconvenient things, with the things you feel embarrassed about, those loving truths of your worth and your lovability of you know, what that person said about you that loves you is actually really true about you. Kind of starting to sink into those and to believe those also can be a really positive byproduct. Because telling yourself the truth is not just admitting hard things. It's also starting to believe and sit in the really good things. So as we wrap up today, I wonder, to end on a loving note, what's one loving truth you can tell yourself today? I'm sure that you, like me, might have been thinking about all the hard things. Oh, that you are, you know, are hard to admit about yourself as we went through this episode or about that are inconvenient or embarrassing or you're just not ready to say to yourself, but you're listening and contemplating the idea. But as we end today, what is one loving truth? 
What's one of the last things that someone said to you that really made you feel loved and seen? What's one of the last moments that you felt, maybe with God, if that applies to you, that really made you feel not alone? What's one of the last things that you felt about yourself as you went through your day? Maybe you felt really proud of yourself. Let's together all think of just one and allow ourselves to tell ourselves the truth about that. Yeah, the hard things are true that I'm not ready for this or that or I have these hard feelings, but wow, so is this beautiful thing. This beautiful thing is true about you and true about me. So I think that's a good place to stop. So as we wrap up this short episode about telling ourselves the truth with a gentle approach, I wonder what your rest of your day or or week might look like with this idea. It's very, very small. You might tell yourself, I really like the way this soap smells when you're somewhere, or I really don't. Just gently telling yourself the truth. I'm really glad to be sitting in carpool today, or I'm really not. But whatever it is, or whatever we practice going forward, I want us to focus on the fact that it is just that. It's just a practice. It's not an arrival point. And telling ourselves the truth is a loving way to affirm our worth, to be more congruent with ourselves, and to help ourselves, whatever it is for each of us today, to get to the next step. So you might be trying to make a big decision. You might be in a relationship that you're not sure about or what to do about. You might feel really overwhelmed and you don't know why. You might feel really disconnected from yourself. You might know you need more boundaries but have no idea where to start. Well, that's all normal. And a tiny, loving, gentle place for us all to start is just by telling ourselves the truth. I'll be practicing along with you. And I look forward to hanging out at our next podcast episode. And if you haven't yet, sign up for my newsletter. It's becoming a really fun place to hang out. And this last time, I had some instructions to listen to a certain song as you read, and I heard back from some of you that that was meaningful. It was really fun to create. So that's on my website if you haven't done that yet. And then I'll see you next time. For more information, please visit monicadecristina.com where you can sign up for my regular newsletter or follow along on Instagram. You can find me at monicadecristina. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Still Becoming wherever you listen to podcasts if you like what you heard here today. This episode was edited and sound designed by the team at Sound On Studios. You can find out more about their work at soundonsoundoff.com.